Now, they say that communication is the key to a successful relationship. Personally, I wouldn't know. (laughs) But our relationship expert, Stephen Dromgoll, is here with us this morning with some advice on trying to encourage your partner to be more communicative. If they're not great at communicating their feelings and their emotions with you, it can make for some tricky moments in your relationship. And Stephen has some tips for us. Kia ora, Stephen. Morning, Jack. Yeah, this can be um, a bit of a tricky one. Dare I say, and I don't want to stereotype too much, but particularly for men, men aren't, you know, they, they, they are stereotypically not great at sort of talking about their feelings and emotions. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, there's a reason for that, that, you know, if you're a 13-year-old boy and you go to school and cry your eyes out or talk about how vulnerable you feel about your developing body, things are not really going to go no, well for you. No, right. Yeah, yeah. It's going to strengthen friendships, whatever. So there's a really strong, you know, social reason why that happens as well as some, some brain different, uh, differences that may con- uh, contribute as well. Okay, I'm going to ask a couple of really dumb questions. The first one is why do we need to talk about our feelings and emotions? Well, uh, if you don't do that, then what couples tend to do is to make assumptions. Right. And, um, and a bunch of times your assumptions will be fine, and a bunch of times they're going to be horribly wrong. Right. And the horribly wrong ones are the problem, and they're the things that cause divorces and bring people into therapy and you know, cause all sorts of um, you know, really catastrophic problems. Okay. My next really dumb question is how do you know if you're not someone – who talks about feelings very well? Because I can imagine that there are a lot of people who think they do who actually don't. That's a really good question, actually, because often um, when couples come in to see me, it is stereotypically more more often women who say, look, you know, my partner, he's not really very good at communicating. And I don't generally tell them at, um, at the start, um, but typically what I find in, in the office is that actually communication is a two-way process. And often what you, you have is you have two people who are doing things that are causing communication problems. Um, ah. and, and, and they all basically come down, to, in my view, into two issues, which are safety and connection. So anytime you have a communication problem, there's a problem of either safety or connection. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Please okay. continue. Yeah. So, um, so basically, uh, some people will say, well, some people aren't very competent at talking. Um, and that is a fact. You know, if you haven't had a lot of experience, you're not going to be as good at it but in my view I think that's also kind of a safety issue so when you feel feel good about uh, your ability to communicate when you feel confident that you're going to be heard then people you know will will generally talk talk more right and be a bit more open but more comfortable yep. with it yeah so, um, yeah, so basically I have two uh, very easy tips that people can do that would make a really quick quick and easy difference okay so in terms of safety, what often happens when we're talking to our partner or our partner is talking to us, which is actually more the problem when they're talking to us and they don't tend to talk that much, what we tend to do is to react or we start thinking about what we're saying or we analyze. And when we do that, we leave their world, go back into our world. And what happens often when we start thinking about it is that we've, um, we basically start frowning. So we concentrate, we push, um, uh, we push our eyebrows together so you get those lines mm. in your forehead. And someone who is, doesn't feel very confident or if people feel like they're being analysed, they're under a test, they, the tendency is that they're going to be quiet. And many guys have this belief that if I don't say something, I won't get in trouble. So it seems safer just to shut up. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. 
Right, so they, they start talking, then they get the wrong signal, and they go, oh, actually, you know what, I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to talk anymore, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. and so, I, you know, I watch couples here, and you'll see he'll, he'll trail off talking, and what you get makes their partner frown more, and the message they're reinforcing is, oh, I shouldn't talk to her, because then bad things happen. Yeah, right, yeah. So there's a really simple fix for this, which is to, in some way, mirror what they've said, uh, and often I get people who aren't communicating um, well often to start just to repeat every single word they said. Um, oh, so you, you want to go to Alaska and live in an igloo? Tell me more. You know, yeah, and yeah. even if it sounds crazy, just, just mirror it. You don't have to agree with it. Um, but just, just to actually mirror. make sure that it's that whatever pathways are being connected in your head and you're actually listening and digesting what they're saying. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so what that will do is that will just open up the window. And again, someone who doesn't talk much, sometimes they're internal processes. So they're actually, they're talking quite a lot inside their head. Right. So if you repeat it back to them and don't add any content or evaluation or anything, it helps them keep that thread connected. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah, so try not to pass judgment, and, and that's a really good way to do it. Yeah. And then the second one, which is really quick, um, once you've got a, a sense of something that you understand, you can just say, oh, that makes sense. Right. And then go back to mirroring. So right. the combination right. of those two for most people should should make a really dramatic um, difference. And do you think if, if you are with a partner who you think isn't good at talking about their feelings and emotions and you want to encourage them to do it in the first place, so they haven't even got to the point where they're doing it and you're not necessarily digesting it and mirroring it, do you, do you, do you say something? Do you say, hey, um, Rebecca, um, <laughs> I'm thinking of a name here, okay, Brooke? Uh, hey, Brooke, um, you know, I, I've noticed that you don't tell me a lot about how you're feeling and, you know, it's really important to me that, um, you know, I have a, make sure I have a really good understanding of what you're going through. So, you know, how do you feel about me, you know, talking a bit more openly to me? Or do, do, do you have that kind of confrontation? Uh, absolutely not. Um, oh. That will totally, <laughs> totally make things worse. Because Bob then is like, oh, my God, I need to think about something. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Anyone on the spot, it's going to go badly. What you would do instead is you would say, hey, Bob, um, you know, I really loved it. Um, you know, I remember when we were going out and you told me about that thing that kind of happened with your mum. And I, I remember how close it made me feel to you. And I was mm. just wondering. What is going on in your, your world at the moment? You know, you mentioned that work is busy. I'd, I'd really love to hear more about that. Yeah. So it's an invitation rather than a confrontation. So it makes it safety. Oh. Uh, it makes it safe, and then you mirror and validate. That's, and a, that's, you, that's like modern parenting, isn't it? Like, you, 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 you know, are, you, you give them a choice. You invite, you know, it's, the, it's the invitation instead of the confrontation. That's, that's a yeah. little cunning life hack there, Stephen. Yeah. Good yeah. question. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much.